KTSA News Flash. A federal judge is considering whether to block enforcement of Texas's restrictive abortion law. The law bans abortions in Texas once cardiac activity is detected, which is normally around six weeks. A lawsuit filed by the Department of Justice seeks to freeze Texas's new abortion ban, referred to as Senate Bill 8. U.S. District Judge Robert Pittman pressed lawyers today for the state of Texas during a court hearing asking about the very unusual design and legality of the abortion ban that makes zero exceptions for rape or incest. Lawyers for the state of Texas defending the law argued it uses normal lawful processes of justice in Texas. That's correspondent Nicole Skanga. Mass demonstrations across the country protesting the law are planned for tomorrow. New immigration guidelines are being issued by the Homeland Security Secretary. Alejandro Mayorkas wrote a memo where he outlined guidance for catching and removing illegal immigrants. He said there are around 11 million people who could be subject to removal. Mayorkas admitted the department doesn't have the reason resources to remove everybody, so the issue comes down to prioritization. Those who are a threat to national security are priorities, and so are those who commit a serious crime. However, Mayorkas said the fact that somebody is an illegal immigrant shouldn't solely be the basis for their removal. That's correspondent Matt Mattinson. Texas Democrats are voicing their opposition to the state's first proposed redistricting map. The Texas Tribune reports the map drawn by Republican Representative Todd Hunter adds six more districts where white residents are the majority of eligible voters, while Hispanic and black majority districts would each drop by three. The new map would also widen the gap in districts won by former President Trump and President Biden last year in favor of the GOP. El Paso Representative Lena Ortega called the proposed map a direct attack on the border community. Former President Trump is again pushing for Texas to do a full audit of last year's presidential election. The former president says the Texas legislature needs to pass Senate Bill 47 because it will help to conduct a strong and real review and make sure Texans believe and trust elections. He also criticized the Texas Secretary of State's plan to audit four counties, calling it weak and risk-limiting. Trump says a full audit will have a big impact on next year's election and the 2024 election. He's been pushing for a full audit for a few weeks. That's correspondent Lisa Taylor. Governor Greg Abbott wants the state legislature to restore harsher penalties for illegal voting that lawmakers had recently reduced. Abbott added the item to the third special session's agenda Thursday. The election reform bill passed in the second special session reduced several types of illegal voting from a felony with possible prison time to a misdemeanor with possible jail time. The illegal acts in include voting while ineligible, impersonating another voter, and voting more than once. The third special session adjourns by October 19th. Organizers of South by Southwest say they plan to keep the annual festival in Austin despite their objections to a couple of new state laws. The organizers responded Thursday to calls that they should abandon Texas over this year's passage of the pro-life and election integrity laws. In their statement, the festival organizers condemned both laws, but they said they don't believe the laws represent the view of all Texans and especially not Austin residents. Work on a private border wall in Texas is ramping up. Lieutenant Colonel Rodney Kelly with the Texas Military Department says they're bringing on board more construction teams. We've completed three miles, um, and that's really with one team. As we grow to 12, we're trying to get to uh, you know, a quarter of a mile to a half mile a day. He says the fencing is 10 feet tall and allows state troopers to arrest migrants for trespassing. It's all being erected on private land in three border counties. Construction can be completed quicker than former President Trump's border wall because the state does not have to use eminent domain to seize property. A former student is being blamed for a southeast Texas school shooting. He gained entry by shooting through a glass door and immediately 
fired upon uh, one of the uh, employees of the school. Houston police Troy Finner says the 25-year-old was armed with a rifle when he shot the Yes Prep Southwest Secondary Administrator in the back late this morning. The administrator is hospitalized in serious condition and undergoing emergency surgery. The suspect surrendered when officers arrived and there's no word on a potential motive. One person is under arrest in connection with the kidnapping of a jogger. San Antonio police say Brandon Garcia forced a woman to get into his vehicle on Mulberry and Avenue A, took her to an apartment, and then sexually assaulted her Monday. Officers say they were able to track the 29-year-old down yesterday because surveillance footage pointed officials in the right direction. Garcia sits in the Bear County Jail on a $400,000 bond. A Bernie man was sentenced to more than a decade in prison for swindling almost 90 people, including retired first responders, out of more than $7 million in a Ponzi scheme. 48-year-old Victor Farias was sentenced this week to 135 months in prison for this scheme he operated under the business name Integrity Aviation and Leasing from 2013 to 2019. Multiple retired San Antonio police officers who were defrauded in the scheme spoke at the sentencing hearing this week. Farias's lawyer told the court that 48-year-old has PTSD and other mental health issues stemming from a 25-year-old work incident where Farias witnessed a decapitation in an elevator and was stuck with the body for two hours. His lawyer said the mental health issues contributed to his demise. A Houston teenager who's accused of murdering his twin sister this week tells detectives that he has an explanation. He was sleepwalking. Correspondent Jim Ryan's says it's a defense that's rarely used and seldom successful. Homicidal sleepwalking is not unheard of. South Texas College of Law professor Kenneth Williams says that 17-year-old Benjamin Elliott would have to make a convincing case about his relationship with Megan Elliott. If he had, for instance, no motive to kill his sister, they got along pretty well. He would also need to show some kind of medical issue. If there's a history of him sleepwalking, that would also help. Meanwhile, Benjamin Elliott is held on a $100,000 bond and charged with murder. A man is dead after being shot by a bear County Sheriff's deputy earlier this week. Sheriff Javier Salazar says they were tracking the 39-year-old who was harassing customers at a convenience store on the west side of the city. It appears there was some sort of a struggle and one of the deputies fired a shot at the suspect vehicle. The suspect was struck once in the in the left side. A nearby resident posted on social media a video of the man dragging the deputy with his car after he was shot. Sheriff Salazar says the man was well known to law enforcement and that he had a long history of mental health problems. Salazar said he is frustrated and that the man should have been off the street after getting help from doctors following two previous law enforcement entanglements. A TikTok star from San Antonio boasting more than 2 million followers is dead after leading police on a chase with a fiery end last weekend. 19-year-old Gabriel Salazar, known online as Gabe Not Babe, reportedly fled from Crystal City police officers who attempted to pull him over. The Zavala County Sheriff's office said during the chase that Salazar reportedly lost control of his car, hit several trees before rolling over and catching on fire. Salazar and three passengers were all killed, and officials said the three passengers were illegal immigrants Salazar had picked up from Mexico. San Antonio Water System and CPS Energy will resume cutting off service to non-paying customers this month. Both utilities temporarily discontinued service disconnections in March of 2020 because of the pandemic, and there are now tens of thousands of past due customer accounts. CPS Energy will start to shut off some residential customers today. SAWS is sending out final notices and will resume disconnections October 19th. CPS Energy says most of its large commercial users have made arrangements to avoid being disconnected. A COVID vaccine mandate for teachers in San Antonio will remain in place. A judge denied the state's request for a temporary injunction against San Antonio ISD. In her ruling, the judge wrote that the state failed to provide evidence that a vaccine mandate led to imminent harm. The state's lawyers say they will appeal the decision to the Fourth Court of Appeals. 
Texas authorities say one motorist tried to pull a fast one by using a Halloween skeleton as a passenger to use the HOV lane. In a Facebook post, the Harris County Precinct 5 Constable's Office says deputies pulled over the driver after they noticed the person was the only one in the vehicle. The post included a picture of what was in the passenger seat, a skeleton Halloween decoration wearing a hat. Authorities say they gave the motorist a sternum lecture, issued him a bone-ified citation, then wished the driver bon voyage. That's correspondent Mark Mayfield. The world's largest manufacturer of mozzarella cheese is building a factory in West Texas. Governor Greg Abbott was there for today's announcement. If anybody here has ever bought a pizza from Domino's, from Pizza Hut, or from Papa John's, you have bought products made by Leprino. Leprino Foods is building an 850,000-square-foot mozzarella cheese manufacturing facility in Lubbock. It will process about 8 million pounds of milk per day. That's all coming from Texas dairy farmers. KTSA Money News. September was a rough month for the stock market, but Wall Street rallied higher as the fourth quarter got underway, with Burke stock getting a big boost after announcing that it's going to seek emergency approval for its COVID-19 antiviral pill. Merck's news lifted a broad swath of travel stocks today. The Dow soared higher by 482 points to 34,326. The Nasdaq gained 118 points to 14,566, snapping a five-session losing streak. And the S&P gained 49 points to 43.57. Jason Brooks, CBS News. KTSA AccuWeather. Humid and overcast for tonight with a thunderstorm in spots of 71. Humid and mostly cloudy for tomorrow with a few showers and a thunderstorm high 84. For a Sunday, cloudy, less humid in the afternoon, high 88. I'm Cheryl Golden with your KTSA Stevens Roofing AccuWeather Forecast. And I'm Katie Barber. Good news around the clock at News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. And news anytime online at KTSA.com.